Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, did you know? No, I don't know anything. This is true. But here you go. Here's some drop of knowledge. Budget Blinds is your home for the enlightened style shades. All hail our even newer robot shade overlords. And here's a little secret. Our friends there at Budget Blinds, mm-hmm. they're coming up on their 20th anniversary just Everyb- a few months away. Everybody's having their 20th anniversary, man. I know. I feel like I should be older. <laughs> I mean, let's be clear, Nick. You are older. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if you are looking as, you know, spring has sprung, summer's coming up, we're ready for some vacation home improvement time. If you're ready to jazz up your house with new shades, all sorts of other new interior design things, Jason, who are our friends that will help them do that? Our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Just head right to the heart of our community in downtown Lee Summit. Visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. The podcast is also brought to the people by Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty, another local business located in downtown celebrating 20 years in business that is they are they've been doing this and i would say this it's like the realtor business and and not to casting assertions but it's not something that everybody stays in for 20 years like the home sales residential real estate type of thing like that is not a thing it's a thing that people go into longevity for longevity takes commitment and skill right and and kathy has demonstrated that commitment and skill she has lasted 20 years she's helped something along the lines of 2300 families and growing over just the, course the last of her year career. and Lots and lots of good reviews. This is a person who knows her business, her office, located in downtown Lee Summit. And the market is still hot. So I think that their sales record from 2021, where they got 104% of the asking price on average on homes that they were listing, is going to hold for 2022 as well. So if you are in the market to sell or buy a home, who are you going to call? You're going to call our friends at Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Orbury and as always, I'm joined by a man who can't bring himself to work next week. Nope. It's Nick Parker, the Not publisher of Lee to Lee Summit. Wouldn't be prudent. Got to take it off for the holiday. Now be fair, Nick always has an annual 4th of July family trip, always planned, like that's a big thing he does, but just a note. That he's not, he's taking the week off next week. That's true. Well, bum. most of it. Bum. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I want to be like the Cubs, your favorite bums. <laughs> favorite bums. The source for all the news you need about our very fine city remains the link to the Summit website and podcast. And our unofficial sponsor today is Books and sure. Foreshadowing. You've been a fan of the foreshadowing unofficial sponsors lately. Yeah. You know, we go through, like, my, my I guess my brain gets stuck in themes. <laughs> really? Let's see. Tacos and foreshadowing. That's tacos and foreshadowing. Really all we've got. We're not that smart. Hey, at least that's two themes. I'm not always tacos. <laughs> there we go. That's that. true. Hey, we're going to do, Jason, just a few a few little uh, news and notes updates, and then we're going to get right to our special guest. I'm happy. We're, we're back to having guests more often. Yes. It makes me feel good. It's good, 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 good. Let people meet the people. That was kind of dumb. That was. That, was, that should definitely be your new website uh, <laughs> motto. <laughs> Let people meet people. That's, you know, that's the, it's a bad hashtag. Uh-huh. It's almost like we're going to age ourselves again. It's almost like the old mash thing. Up, it's up nice with, to be nice to the up nice. Up with people meeting people. Up with people meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere that's a copyright infringement. So, Nick, get to the news. All right, here we go. Hey, 
an announcement came out yesterday. You could have seen it on Leak Tooley Summit, but the mayor has announced his choice for Citizen of the Year for 2022. It's our good buddy, Dr. Elaine Metcalf. We know that she got this award because she's been on the podcast so much. I really think that's why. Uh-huh. It's like, it's the karma. It's like 34 years karma. of teaching, running a nonprofit, being a, like a pillar of the community. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the Town Hall podcast. On the Town Hall podcast. And guess what? Elaine? You're coming back. You're coming back. We're going to celebrate you and talk about you instead of all of just all of the things you're doing all the and time. I'm sure we'll probably let her talk about her nonprofit. She Rodeo's a good place. I'm fairly certain we can't stop her talking about her nonprofit, <laughs> even if we wanted to. So, but we'll, Elaine, you are you are on warning. You are on the clock. You will be on the podcast soon. Jason, there's something happening this weekend. There is. It's like uh, it's our Fourth of July, our local public Fourth of July fireworks celebration. That's right, Legacy Blast. It's back after the COVID hiatus. Because why, Jason? Code ruins everything. Code ruined everything. Friday night, Legacy Park. Legacy Blast is back. Gates will open at 6 p.m. The first fireworks launch at 9.30 p.m. It's a cool show. You should go. Yep. If you like that sort of thing. Or if you live in that neighborhood like I used to, you know, we used to just put our chairs in the driveway and watch. Yep. (laughs) Sit down in the driveway and do that. I've got some friends that live real nearby, too. Again, still, they haven't abandoned uh, the east side of town like you did. I ran. I flee. You fleed. Went downtown. Fleed. Fled. Whatever. We can I'm, we can I'm ask on our a guests roll about, with the language today. We can ask our guests about grammar correction if we need to here <laughs> as we go along. Ooh, more foreshadowing. foreshadowing. <laughs> One last note. Jason alluded to this earlier. The first of his foreshadowing. No pod next week. No pod. I'm taking the week off. Yep. We are celebrating America by not doing anything. That's actually that seems pretty on point. The, uh, well, it's kind of the opposite. Actually, we're supposed to value hard work and all that. Not and but yeah. Well, right. Hard work. We're going to celebrate our country of hard work by not doing any work. I love it. All right, let's move on. Special guest, Tina Perney. You got new. You got the pronunciation right this time. I did. I did. She's the new owner of Katie's Books in downtown Lee Summit. Tina, welcome. Welcome to the show and welcome to downtown. Thank you so much. Okay, I have to start this off. So you have stolen my wife's retirement dream. You are a retired elementary teacher and you now own a bookstore. Yes. So I'm sure she's going to come pick your brain because since we met in the late 90s, this has been her dream. So I don't know if you stole it. You just got there first. Okay. I apologize, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, she might actually still, she might also be fussy because she probably wanted to buy that bookstore as well because it would be close to home. But Well, yeah, that's true. We, we don't like to ha- drive but if we don't have know, to. You know, Tina, it's okay. You are allowed to have your dream and we can, I'm sure that Nick will do everything in his power to make sure that Stephanie's retirement dream comes true. Right, Nick? That's my role. There you go. <laughs> so, Tina, why in the world did you buy a bookstore? Obvious answer. I love books. Well, that's a, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fair answer. That's a fair, fair. Has this, has this been a dream of yours? I mean, is this something you've wanted to do? I have. It's been a quiet dream in my head that no one knew about, but it was still, I mean, I think all book lovers really think, man, that would be the best thing to do. So um, after working with a teacher, know how important the books are, and in a children's bookstore, get to recommend them. And, um, yeah, so it's just something that I was, she was ready to retire and I've known her for a while. So it was something I pursued. Do you have, do you have a, uh, do you have a favorite uh, book genre? Probably depends on the day. <laughs> That's um, also fair. Yeah. Um, I read over the weekend something about the Southern Book Club's Guide to Killing Vampires. Yes. So, so <laughs> it was not my most favorite book, but I do like that genre. The, uh, that the sounds, fantasy, yeah. That sounds fun. 
Yeah, no, I, well, I mean, well, look, and you look, you're talking to a couple of uh, uh, fellow fantasy kind of nerds. Yeah, so I, you're fine. I read a ton of like you're in a safe epic space. fantasy and sci-fi and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff is my my uh, quiet reading that we do. Like you know, when you're just trying to like get your brain off of everything else, and then because right. my career as a lawyer, I did a lot of reading that I did not enjoy. I can imagine because there's nothing more <laughs> exciting than reading like legal opinions and legal research and legal journals and all. Man, the worst. But sometimes you just want like to escape, you have and to, that's what those books are good for. Because like yes. I, I love a good biography too, or things like that. But you know what? I don't want to read that before I go to bed. Made that mistake this weekend. So. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got to be careful with that right before you go <laughs> go to sleep. So when did you? When did you? I, I, You've actually been going. You've, you've owned it for a little bit of time now. So when did you actually take over as the new owner? Um, June 10th. June 10th. Well, not, I mean, that's not. I mean, it's that's like not three, even three weeks yet. That's like three <laughs> or four weeks. It's really not that much time at all. So, yeah, you've been, you're, you're fresh into it. So are you, do you have like already like huge plans for like changes or new things that you want to do? Or are you, uh, are you just trying to figure out like what in the heck is going on here and, uh, and you work your way from there? Um, both of those. Um, we had a used book trading program, which I am getting rid of. So I'm ordering in new adult books and then we'll do children's activities, adult book groups. So just, just developing everything at once. I know how I do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, okay. So you are, you are changing out the, you're not going to have the, the book exchange. Well, we'll still have opportunities for people to come in and do that, but not just not every forty thousand books, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you know, you just said something about having some some book groups and and, mm-hmm. and book clubs. What kind of what's your vision there? Um, it's still evolving, but what I mean, whatever people tell me they want. When people come in, like, oh, new books, and then I ask them if they want to do book clubs, and some already established book clubs can use our room that we're making into that event space. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have kind of a little uh, a event type space that people can people can reserve. They can do their book clubs. They can do. I'm, I'm assuming maybe you're gonna have some speakers, some author speakers. Oh, I'm hoping. Yes. Awesome. And so, yeah, just whatever. Do some kids classes too, because we're all right now. We're all retired teachers that work there. So ah, they tend to stick now, together. <laughs> Don't now, we? <laughs> now we're getting to the thing, right? This is this is a this is a retirement. Uh, op- retirement employment opportunity for retired teachers that you are doing. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I don't want to call it a halfway house, but like, that's kind of like, like that. Okay, sort of a, you were going halfway house. I was thinking, oh, she just bought a clubhouse for her friends. Clubhouse, that's way better, <laughs> by the way. This is one of these rare times when you do it better than I do. So good job, Nick. Now, this is like a, a retirement, like a, a, a club for your, your fellow teachers to mm-hmm. come there. So, all right, well, that's good to know um, that we know. And we'll know like how, where to find books and what. So, did you teach like all kinds of different grades during the course of your career or what was your focus when you were a teacher? Um, second's my favorite. Second, third, and fourth are the grades I taught. When I subbed, I'd go as far as sixth grade and I'd do pre-K and kindergarten. So I love the little ones uh-huh. <laughs> and I can relate to them better. So that, I think that's what frightens me more, the younger ones. What, the younger ones? I don't, I, you know what, they're Actually, all, they, they all frighten me. They're, they're, they all seem very intimidating. Uh, I keep thinking like, well, when my kids get into those ages, I'll feel less intimidated. In fact, it's more weird because like you see and you have no idea what's going on, even in your own child. So anyway, but I love them like, like in short bursts, they're great for like an hour at Sunday school or something like that. But what you guys do, what teachers do is voodoo and magic and awesome uh, and all of that. So 
so you you had this love of books as well as this love of education and, and all of those things. Like, are you um, do you have some specific ideas for stuff for like the kids classes and what have you that you're you're thinking of that are sort of inspiring you to do things that you're kind of bringing from the the, the retired or the pre your your prior career as it were? Well, I love teaching science and we do have a lot of STEM kits and science things. So I'd like to have some classes where the kids can hands on, make some things, do some things, and just. Something that goes beyond what's in the classroom because there is not enough time in the day for everything in the classroom. So fun stuff, but still learning stuff because that's who I am. Well, I mean, that's the sign of a good teacher, right? You're going to convince them to learn without them knowing it. You sneak the learning in, right? It's kind of like hiding the veggies in in whatever dish you're making as a cook, right? (laughs) I'm going to hide the math. Hide the math (laughs) under the gravy. Which for my brain, you had really had to do. Hide the math. (laughs) I, I can't even. There's just nothing nice I could say. No, no, there's nothing just nice to say about me and Matt. <laughs> All right, so you, um, you're you in. You've been in for three weeks. Uh, I know you've got some stuff coming up in July. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what kinds of things you have in July so people can get a flavor for that and maybe find a time that they want to come and visit. Okay, well, we're going to continue the story times. They're pre-K story times now. Um, and it will be Tuesdays at 1030 and Thursdays at 3. And... We call it, I mean, it's pre-K, it's focused for them, but yes, you can bring your baby, and you can bring your bigger kids if they want to listen, so, and we try to make that very fun for them, so. All right, well, let's say the days and times one more time, Tuesdays. Oh, sure. Tuesdays at 10.30, and Thursdays at 3. And that's for kids' story time. I, Jason's, he's too embarrassed to ask, but are, is there going to be adult story time? Can he go and there's somebody read to him? Yes. We're all, we're all retired teachers. We'd be happy. They'd be happy to read to me. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> so that's inappropriate. Especially if there's like a lounge chair that I could sit back and just like zone out and have that. That'd be spectacular. Actually, you know, I started that as kind of trying to be funny, but I would love somebody to read to me. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm happy I can get me to read to me, honestly, most days. But Well, if you get a good narrator, I mean, that's the thing about audiobooks, yes. right? Is it all depends on who is the narrator. Absolutely. Are you an are you an audiobook fan? Do you listen to books? No, because I don't like the way most of the narrators <laughs> sound. <laughs> She's happier with the voice in her head. Well, that's not reading fair. the books. That's, I, that's a one hundred percent okay thing. I mean, I it does. You're right. It varies. Some there there are times, however, I find that the narrators can like carry you through a book that you might not otherwise be able to like, just because it it just keeps going, and a good narrator will, or even a decent narrator will just kind of carry you through some of the parts you might otherwise like fade off one direction or another on so like there are books that really helps me get through and finish in ways that i might not otherwise just because i'll get distracted or, or something else goes right. on but well, that's just your brain okay all right so what other kinds of classes do you have oh uh, well the big thing we're excited about and your wife can come <laughs> is an educator's evening and it will be july 21st it's a thursday and we're just kind of spoiling them for a couple hours give them some special pricing on some deals and just give teachers a chance to get together. That sounds awesome. Just a teacher. Just a teacher. Tell us, tell us the date and the time one more time. Um, it'd be July 21st. It's a Thursday and kinds of just fun teachery things. And six to eight is the time we're thinking now. Okay. That but sounds, that sounds great. So yeah. if you're a local teacher, you yeah. want a little time to come get spoiled. You are totally putting that on your calendar to make sure that you send Stephanie over for. Yes. Absolutely. Well, if I didn't, I'd get in trouble. That's true. <laughs> another another powerful motivator. So now that you are a, a business owner, do you still have time to read? Yes. 
Okay. That's I mean, good. I'm going to make time because <laughs> I need to. <laughs> <laughs> How, what's that transition been like from managing um, little children to now managing a store and people coming in and out? And has it been a, has it been a hard transition? Well, no, because I've been there. I mean, I I met Cheryl um, Collier in 2011 and worked there while I was teaching too. So I would work Saturdays. So I know the customers, maybe not by name, but they know me. So when we said that I was one buying it, they're like, oh, it's you. You've been here forever. So not quite, but. So this was a pretty natural transition it, for you. Just, it felt like it, yes. That's that's really and good. That, your, your daughter is lurking in the background, trying to hide, but we're not going to let her. She's doing some work for you as well. You've, you've, you've suckered her in to helping you out. She is my... She has to do the social media stuff for me a lot because my brain has other things to do. And she's very, she's very good at doing it. Um, some marketing things that she's very good at doing. And we're, we have a program called Books for Babies um, and where big companies pay us to send newborn books to someone who's just had a child, and we'd like to expand that. So that's going to be kind of her, her baby too, hopefully, that grows. That's a that's a cool program. So so really, it's funded by the I'm assuming the publishing companies. Yeah, which well, no, actually not publishing. It's by whatever company wants to do it. Oh, okay. So because that's that's what they give to their employees when they have a baby instead of the plant that dies, you know, or something like that. Because <laughs> well, like, who is a who is a brand new parent has time to take care of a plant? Like as an add-on thing, you'd be lucky if you can keep, you know, you're always lucky just to keep the baby and yourselves alive and everybody going to like a plant just falls right by the wayside. But books, they have like long-term utility. And if you don't feed them, they don't rot or go away. So that's good. You just have them there. Then when you're ready to read, you you can get those books out and do the reading. Well, and it's it's a keepsake too, because we put their little book plate in it that says their name and their birthday. So... Oh, it's one cool. of those treasures. Start yeah. their lives with book treasures, and then it becomes yeah, it becomes passed down. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's a that's a really create the tradition right from the start. Though. And I did not that was not my idea. It's been um, Katie's has done it for years, but we do want to grow it. That's a that's a really that's a really cool program. So I, I'm going to ask you another question about your daughter Nicole. You said earlier that your your you know this was kind of a secret dream. You really didn't tell had had she known about this dream? Did you let her in on it? Probably first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was first, and then gradually I introduced it to a friend or two and thought, is this crazy? So, I mean, the answer and to they that said, is no, no. absolutely it's crazy. <laughs> the might, answer is yes, it's crazy, that. but do it anyway because you'll but love we, it. But we support you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so that, that has been from the customers that come in, from my friends, and they so are you okay? Is everything going okay? You know, just – so I feel like I'm not doing this. I mean, I'm not doing it alone with Nicole, but um, – there's just a lot of people out there wanting it to be successful and, and wanting to bring people together in the bookstore. Okay, as we as we as we wrap up here, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Mm-hmm. So, for those with young children, maybe maybe just starting to to read with them, do you have a good book recommendation? When you say young, you mean like let's say the pre-K. Um, they like rhyming. I'm not going to say Dr. Seuss, um, but anything that has a lot of rhymes and bright pictures. And, well, this week we're doing some fairy tales, so there's some rhymes in there. But The Napping House is probably one of my favorite ones. It comes in board book, and it's just, I would even read it with the bigger kids. So, and that's what I recommend. The big trend now is to 
buy a book instead of a card for baby showers. So that's one I recommend for people that don't want to get 20 goodnight wounds. My wife and I did a thing with whenever we bought gifts for our, mm-hmm. our nieces and nephews and, and well, honestly, even our son, uh, every, whether Christmas or birthday, like we might get you something like a toy or something too, but we always gave a book. That was, that was something we, we purposefully did with every present was a book was included just to encourage reading. And it might be, Jason, when it comes to our son, that might be the only thing we've done right in 15 years. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it feels like that with your, with your kids. It's like, it's like, all right, but cause he we, does, he reads and he has, your son has developed an interest in what, Roman history. Is that the, or he loves all history, but yeah, Roman history. Roman history is his thing. And you can probably trace that all the way back, you know, cause he gets to read it and he, he enjoys the reading and the learning about that sort of stuff. So it, it falls right into those sorts of paths. I, I'm just claiming that that's my one success. That's your victory. That's it. You're going to do your touchdown <laughs> dance with that. I taught my kids to read. So no, absolutely great. Um, great gifts for any kids of any age. And if they want to get that, where do they need to go, Tina, to get books for their kids themselves, gifts for friends. Where's the best place in Lee Summit to buy books? Katie's Books. And where is that? It is on Southeast Main Street, right across from the depot. There you go. And there we go. Okay, and uh, you, you said Nicole does your social media. So uh, can you tell us what your social media is, where people can follow you? Or does Nicole need to come running up and do it? I think Nicole is coming up to, to jump I, You know what I saw? I saw the look that said, Mom's going to mess this up. I'm taking over. So, Nicole, lean into the microphone. Where can people follow Katie's Books? We are right now on Facebook and Instagram, and it's just at Katie's Books LS. And that's K-D-S. K-D-S Books, books LS. LS. Very, Very good. Well, Tina, Nicole, too. Thank you so much. Welcome to downtown. Welcome to being local business owners. We wish you great success. Thank you so much. Love being here. That will wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.